Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome back to the 868 and Beyond show. So we're back after a long hiatus. Um, like as I explained in my previous Instagram post, I started restarted a project and has taken up a lot of time and attention. However, I'm back. Um, today's episode is about marijuana, why it is legal still come on. Let's get over this hoodoo. So sit back, relax, enjoy, remember to like, share, and subscribe. And without much further ado, let's get straight into today's episode. Why the hell is weed still illegal in 2021? I mean, like, really, what it is? I mean, because of all the studies, not one person has ever overdosed on weed, and yet, Alcohol is legal, alcohol, but alcohol anyway, literally anyway. So why does that weed is still illegal all over the world? Now I can't speak for every country, but we'll start at one with the main country, the country that basically sets the standards and a lot of things around the world, whether we like it or not. So in America, right? Before we reach America, the thing with weed is that since like the 1830s, people have known about its medical benefits. And I'm speaking about in terms of um, person sitting and doing experiments and whatnot. You know, they like to have the, the experiments, the, the medical research to show, which is all right. That is no problem. All right. There was this Irish doctor. I'm going to butcher his name. So bear with me. There was this Irish doctor named Sir William Brooke O'Shaughnessy, Sean, O'Shaughnessy, Sir William Brooke O'Shaughnessy, right? He documented the cannabis extract being used to ease cholera symptoms, you know, like the vomiting and the stomach pain, right? This is quite in the 1830s, that documented proof of it being useful for that you know there was also a time in the 19th century where when we know that you could have bought um you could have gotten cannabis extracts from your doctor office or you go by the counter and you imagine you go my counter and you give me, give me two two um two grams of weed and a bottle of water you're buying it like that for things treat things like migraines and and um insomnia and all these etc all these different um all these different things now that was known back then right and modern research has shown that the the claims as i was saying it would claims to emphasize the fact that it wasn't believed right so the, the, the research has shown that the claims made by marijuana users and advocates back then and and now there is real tangible evidence to show that the medical benefits are there. So the question again begs, why is it still being shunned and only in recent years being seriously looked at for its positives? Why? Why all of a sudden the the, the, the shift? Well, I'll try to shed some light on the former, which is why it is, um, why it is illegal. And try to answer the latter. Try to answer, you know, why only recently. So, now, full disclosure before we start, let me just say this. I used to smoke weed 
Um, I see St. Trinidad, they said take a little pull. <laughs> they take a little pull now and again. Right? Um, but I stopped in 2009, was about 12 years ago. Yeah, I, I just stopped. Um, I'm still an advocate for its uses, whether it's recreational or um, medicinal. I'm still an advocate for it. Um, but I just stopped. I just stopped about twelve years ago. Right. Um, the thing is that to me, keeping it illegal when it draws people towards it, you know, it is like you're telling somebody don't go. You're telling a child, especially don't go there. All they want to do is go across there. Don't touch this, you know. I mean, look at prohibition. Remember prohibition in the 30s, 1930s? I mean, they didn't stop anything. If there's anything, they've made it worse. And then the whole thing with the situation with the American government poisoning the alcohols that was killing people. Now, whole thing. Just legalize the damn thing and done. I don't see an issue with it. Again, that's just me on a personal level. So, Let's start. But as with most things, there's a racial background. With weed, there's multiple layers to it. There is the fact where they used to, where who it was by? Um, who Edgar Hoover. And they, they, well, they were just racial people. But anyway, I digress again. So, even back then, there was this idea that the Mexicans who who came to the US around the time in the nineteen tens, following the Mexican Revolution, the prejudice and fears that greeted the peasant immigrants also extended to their traditional means of intoxication, smoking marijuana. Police officers in Texas claimed that marijuana incited violent crimes, aroused the lust of blood, and gave its users superhuman strength. Rumors spread that Mexicans were distributing this killer weed to unsuspecting American school children. That was written by Eric Schulzer. He's the author of a book called Reefer Madness, Sex, Drugs, and Cheap Labor in the American Black Market. And he wrote that piece for The Atlantic in 1994. Right? So, it is rooted in its racial bias only because they wanted a reason now to keep the Mexicans out so they use this angle and it is a tactic they've used before for instance they when it came to black people they would say the black people the new jazz musicians used the the weed reefer to get the white women high and make them want to have sex with them. Um, what? <laughs> what? I mean, huh. it is almost blatant with the um, with their racial bias. And is I when I when I found about all these things, and this is like years ago. I it, it, to me it was just like. Again, I know it's my personal opinion here. Yeah? I apologize, but I just have to say this, right? It was just so blatantly um, biased and they show him who the target is. And people were just like, okay with it. Because it is not about the weed. It's never about the weed. You know? But anyhow. 
So it's documented, as I said, that alcohol is more dangerous than weed. It doesn't give you superhuman strength. If it did, then most everybody would be using it. Um, no one has ever, literally, no one has ever OD'd, overdosed, and died from marijuana. No one has ever. It has. It has never happened. Reported to anyone. So why it is that it is still it is still on the it's still on the a lot of countries' books as illegal, you know, in America no by nineteen thirty one twenty nine um states outlawed it, and the marijuana tax act of nineteen thirty seven basically banned it nationwide in the U.S. because a film the year before called Reefer Madness was released. That's the name of the film, right? It was released in 1936, which warned parents that, listen to this, eh? the drug dealers would carry their teens to jazz parties and get them hooked on Reefer. As I now said, they targeting the jazz because at that, this is like the mid-1930s, right? They're targeting the jazz now. For who was more over over the prominent race within the jazz sphere is the black people. So they started with the Mexicans. All the time it was good, right? With the Mexicans coming over, they don't like them, so they used that angle. Then they looked at the black people. So it's like what? What the hell? Now as the years go by you could see that you know the punishments kept increasing and increasing when it came to weed. But here the racial side of it again. Only until about the mid nineteen sixties. I mean, here this, eh? here this, eh? It stopped. The punishment stopped increasing. Here's why: because white upper middle class students started to take a little pull. You understand? So it was basically it plateaued around that time. It didn't continue going up. But it's still a, a schedule one um, narcotic in America. Which is um, just just ridiculous. That's like the highest level they could give a drug, you know. So, I mean, come on, what what is the why people can't see the blatant um, hypocrisy with, with with some of these these marijuana these marijuana laws in our, in especially in America, you know. Especially in America. And the thing is that when it is that you have a country like America doing these things, a lot of other uh, countries would follow suit because they look to America as the standard. You understand? Um, and I mean, just the mere fact that marijuana is a, is a Schedule 1 drug with, his, with the likes of LSD and ecstasy, I mean, it is it's ridiculous. It is over Adderall. That make any kind of sense? Does that make any kind of sense? Oxycontin, you know, things like Percocet and thing, is Schedule 2. A marijuana is Schedule 1. It is, this is just nonsense. You know? The, the federal government of America clinging to this policy rooted in racism and xenophobia has effectively ruined the lives of generations of people. And all the while, you know, they, they clutch their pearls and they point at the boogeyman. 
which is in this case marijuana these these outdated these outdated laws are slowly and surely however being eroded as of right now 29 states and washington dc have legalized medical marijuana and eight states plus dc have made it legal for recreational use i mean if you want an example of what they, what most countries can do they can look at colorado where they legalized it to, um, to extent and they have used the taxes that have come in which have amounted to a lot and they have got, gathered these taxes and help and helping within the state and i think that when it comes to money that is the reason why um you will see now it's being seriously looked at for the positives not so much the medical advances which are many is the financial the pockets that's where it is going you know i mean the benefits alone from thc range from chronic pain relief helps with waste, weight loss, treats depression, helping with um, ADHD, AD, ADD, PTSD symptoms, a whole list of things. Legalize the damn thing. The upsides are endless. Now, I was doing some little research, some small research into the countries that have um, that have gone on to, to have some progressive laws uh right right in trinidad we have for recreational use you can have up to 30 grams on you you can't you can't smoke it walk in the road smoking in public but you can have 30 grams on you so it's decent it is decriminalized in that aspect you can also grow and have up to four threes per adult in a household right um this one surprised me. I, didn't, I wasn't aware of this one. In Barbados, there's, it's legal for spiritual use recreationally, but you have to be a registered Rastafari. I didn't know that one. They're legal for medically. It's legal. Trinidad is not legal for medical uses. Uruguay is a country I've always looked at when it comes in terms of med, uh, marijuana laws because they've made it legal from... Um, Growing, cultivating, selling. All the, all these various steps, all the various vertical steps are legal. But it's only legal for locals. It's not legal for foreigners at all. Um, up to four to six plants, I believe, they have here. Medically, all uses. All uses. So they are very, very progressive in that aspect. Um, Bangladesh is very weird. In that it's illegal, but it's not enforced. Like nobody really going to come around here. Um, Austria for personal use, it became legal in twenty sixteen January twenty sixteen, and um, cannabis derived drugs are legally and medically legal there as um as well. Belgium decriminalized um decriminalized it as well. You see, cannabis derived drugs legal there as well um there's a whole host of of other countries the link will be in the description so again don't i'm not saying to blatantly break the law in your country but petition your government um find out other ways where it is that 
not trying to find out, but put forward solutions to the problem, not just focus on the problem. You look at Uruguay, perfect example. We can use it for our recreational use, by the way. Just put a tax on it. Governments love to make money, so give them a reason to. Give them a reason to. So anyhow, as I leave you, remember as always, excellence is a habit, make it yours. Be good, be better, be your best. Until we see each other again, and we would very, very soon be safe.